Happy Friday. We are back on the penalty box and today we are talking about matchmaking. But before we get into that, how was your week, Holly? Um, my week was all right. I mean, I had to work every day this week, which is a lot more than I normally do considering I normally work like three days max in a week. So I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. I, I was just absolutely gassed. But right now I'm also suffering. But um, yesterday I went kayaking and I'm like, I don't know what it is. I have a, I have a really bad habit of like just forgetting that sunscreen is important for somebody as pale as I am. Um, <laughs> Not a good habit to it's, have. Oh my God. There's literally nobody that is more pale than I am. And I just first, I'm, I like choose, subconsciously choose to not use sunscreen. Anyways, my skin is freaking fried. So I'm hoping that this is, this is, I've learned my lesson early this summer just this summer. I'll probably forget mm-hmm. next year, but now <laughs> sunscreen is my friend for the rest of the summer, so. Yeah, you are right. <laughs> I know. Lobster. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much as exciting as it gets for me this week, but just need to get some, slap some aloe vera on there and hope it gets better. <laughs> How was your week? Um, my week was good. This past weekend, I went golfing for the first time ever, so currently I am Was it driving range, or, like, you actually golfed? (gasps) No, like, I I did the- I did the full nine. Girls who golf? (laughs) Love it. Yeah, and we walked. We walked, because we're fit. Oh, you didn't even get one of the golf carts? No, no, we didn't. We showed up, and my boyfriend's like, we're walking. (laughs) I was like, this is fun. (laughs) Yeah. But before I get into the story I have, I just wanted to say, when this episode airs, you will be 24. Your birthday's this week. It is this week. (laughs) It is. How are you feeling? I I have so many friends whose birthdays are, like, much earlier on in the year. Um, Like, January. So it's like, man, by the time six months later, when it's my birthday, I'm already 24. And then for you, when you turn 24, I'm like, man, like, her birthday's December, so, like, you are late to the party, but, um... Yeah, I don't love the energy you're bringing about birthdays <laughs> right now, because birthdays are so much fun, and I love them, so change that attitude. Do, yeah. Drop that at the no, door. No, I do, I do really, like, I normally get excited about my birthday, but, like, I know it's... I know you do, that's why I brought I it up, and you don't seem very excited. I know, I just, like, um... I am excited. Like, I, I do get excited about it, but I used to get so excited for, like, my birthday and Christmas when I was a kid that, like, I would literally feel sick to my stomach. Like, so excited. Yeah. Like, could not sleep, couldn't, like, think about anything else. Like, yeah. just because my mom made it so special for us every year. I was going to say like, that. Had, yeah. You always had oh the birthdays God. that were, like, you had to be we at We had those. the craziest birthday parties, which was a big thing for me because everybody wanted to go and I couldn't have everybody, so then I felt super bad not inviting everyone, but... Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what I've got planned because there's nothing to do, really. There are some things open, but, um, I don't know. I guess getting older, I'm like, damn, I'm 24. Like, I thought I was 19. Like, when somebody asks me, when they say, how old are you? Like, it (laughs) takes me a second. Yeah, me too. I don't know. And and plus, like, the reason why I think I'm 19 (laughs) Is because, like, after you turn 19, there's no age to look forward to. Aside from, like, You're next right, year yeah. I can rent a car. Woo. But otherwise, like, there's no... I'm not really too young for anything now. Yeah, so you have a really negative attitude right now. <laughs> um, I think that every year 
every next year is super exciting because that's a whole new year of things so thanks thanks for um <laughs> thanks for bringing that attitude here <laughs> love that Oh, well, in a few days when it actually is your birthday, we'll see if that, that attitude <laughs> yeah, I'm, changes. I'm sure, I'm sure your mom will plan something I'm fun. I'm sure she is. I actually had something super interesting happen to me this week that I just, I wanted to tell you before, but I was like, I'll wait till we you record. You get my reaction. I want your raw reaction. <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> so last summer I worked at a golf course with a bunch of girls. They're all super nice. There is one in particular who she was like super outgoing, loved her, great gal, but I never really talked to her outside of the golf course. Okay. Like I would only text her. I don't know if I ever even text her, but like I had her number for like shift changes and stuff. And a few nights ago, I got this text and it was like, we'll call her Becca. Okay. <laughs> it's like, Becca has made you an emergency. Like this is a text from her number. Becca has made you an emergency contact and she is an, emer- in an emergency SOS. Here's her location. And it sent me her location. So I'm like, what, what the i was like this is so weird and it was like an apple notification so i told my brother and he like googled and he's like yeah no like this is a real thing so i was like really debating so i called her she didn't answer i texted her it went to like green like i went to text message i'm like oh my god oh my god okay i was like okay this is in my hands now god has put this in my hands now so i'm like what do i do what do i do so i texted two of my other friends that were um, that I worked with and I was like she just sent me this message like what do I do and they're like well you have to call the police like if she's not answering you like what if it's a real emergency I'm like oh my god oh my god okay like why did she why did she do this to me yeah. why am I her emergency contact yeah. like I haven't talked to her in like six months so I called the non-emergency line and was like hi I don't really know like the validity to this text message I got but like I was kind of like concerned and I like gave her all the information and she asked me for all my information like my address my date of birth how I know her why I would be considered her emergency contact and all that it was crazy so then like two hours later I got another notification saying that her location had updated and I called her again and I was like oh my I was like freaking out and she picked up and I'm like oh my god Becca oh my god you have me so worried and she said I mean she's like I am so sorry she's like first of all I don't know why you're my emergency (laughs) contact I must have done that by accident when I added you in my phone I'm so sorry and she's like also my phone is just like glitching hard right now I was listening to like a bluetooth radio or bluetooth um like spotify whatever and then it just started screeching I don't know what's going on whatever I was like I'm really sorry that I called the police. <laughs> she's like, she's like, yeah, they actually just left my house. Like they came for a well-being check, and she's like, I didn't know what happened. She's like, my mom showed up in my house, my dad showed up in my house, the police showed up in my house, and everyone's like, are you okay? Like we got this, and she's like, honestly, at the end of the day, I'm just grateful that even though we didn't talk for six months, that you were still willing to go out Aww. of your way to call the police and to check on me. So, well, a little bit of a heartwarming story. It was nice to chat with that her. That was this week. But. Yeah, I'm on like Tuesday, oh I think. Oh my god. Yeah, it was nuts. It was nuts. And I, oh man, God bless her. She's hilarious. But that's so. This is what I mean when when I say absurd things happen to me. This You're is what not I mean. joking. Like this. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's, poor girl. I know. It's crazy. Like how. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, the officer was like, ma'am, you need a new phone. Yeah. (laughs) This can't be happening. This is an emergency, you need a new phone. You're getting arrested if you don't. Uh, Anyway, uh, so before I said that this episode is going to be on matchmaking, not really. We're just doing an episode on things that we look for and we value in a partner. So we've each chosen a couple of things to kind of expand on and explain why we think that they are 
admirable things in a relationship. So Holly, why don't you start us off with that? Yeah, for sure. Um, so for me, I think it's really important to have somebody that is willing to listen to you and not even like just being there while you're talking. Like I'm talking active listening. You don't have to be able to provide advice like we were talking about in one of the earlier episodes. Like, you don't always have to have the answers. Sometimes people literally just want somebody to listen to them. And that's, like, yeah, it helps. It's, like, just to know that somebody's there. That's So that would be mint. Um, someone that who can be open with me, tell them, or sorry, tell me how they feel. So also, like, trust me to listen to them. That's super important, too. So that's, like, strong communication and kind of an emotional bond. Um, yeah. Somebody that I can enjoy a lazy day with while not, like, you don't have to be busy, just, like, hang out. Like, I, you know, lots of people feel like they have to fill any bit of silence that there is, and, like, that makes me so uncomfortable, because, like, yeah. my jaw gets tired. I just want to chill sometimes. My ears yeah. get tired. I just want to hang out. Um, so, like, someone who's comfortable doing that would also For be sure. mint. Um you know, like, being being competitive in a playful way, so, like, roasting each other, or just, like... No, you know. are so competitive. I you have always been so competitive your whole life. Okay, that's That's something that divides us. <laughs> I know, because you're not competitive at all. But, like, it's only because I'm a twin. I have a twin brother, yeah. and he's super competitive. And, like, the fact that we're twins... I mean, I feel like if we were both guys or both girls or whatever, we would probably be more competitive with each other but yeah anytime I play video games or like if we're talking about like grades or athletic ability which I never won that one (laughs) but always competitive about absolutely everything so it's kind of just like in my nature at this point but also like I think my whole family's competitive in their own different ways too yeah and like you know I can't really turn that switch off it's always gonna happen but I don't it's not like if I don't win I'm gonna be upset or something I don't know I just like it's fun I feel like (laughs) for me if I don't care who wins if I don't care who wins I'm like why are we doing this (laughs) where you're the complete opposite (laughs) what's the point you're like we're doing it because it's fun not because we care who wins which is good I'm just built different they're both good they're both good (laughs) I'm built different (laughs) that's funny um but yeah I don't know I like I think that if I didn't have that it wouldn't be as fun for me I feel like I'd be living a lie. (laughs) Uh. Um, You know, like someone who's, again, willing to talk through problems, good communication, that's all really important to me. I just, like, kind of, you know, like someone that can also be my best friend, that's important to me too, so. Yeah, do you think that all of these things, you learned that you wanted to have them in absence of them? Yes. Or did different people show you that they were good qualities? I think it was probably a mix of both. Um just from, you know, trial and error. I'm like, this. these are things that I feel are important that, like, if if they weren't there, um, it doesn't work for me. Like, I, it's something that I was longing for, and it's not, um, it's not mentally healthy for me to be without those. And I don't think that they're, I don't think it's really that much to ask for either. But I think it's also, it's very important to remember what's important to you. And not, like, sacrifice it just because you think this is your last chance at finding someone or whatever. You know what I mean? For sure. I do, absolutely. So what about you? What are you thinking? 
Um, similar to you, I have a few of them are like because I've had absence of them in the past, and some of them are honestly because I've had good partners in the past that maybe things didn't work out as a whole, but there were good qualities that taught me this is something that I'll look for in the future. Um, my first one is that they will talk things out, mm-hmm. and that's one is it's similar to yours as well, willing to listen. So if there's an issue, whether you want to talk it out in the, min- in the moment or if you want to talk it out later, it's just kind of getting things on the table and not letting things build up. I think that's super important. I've, I've definitely learned that one in absence yeah. of because I am, I can admit to this, I'm a grudge holder and it's so tiring and I'm working on it, but I'm someone who will remember something that happened two years ago and be like, this is pattern behavior. Like <laughs> you're doing this again because, and they're like, no, like, you know, yeah. people change, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So that one's for me and to have a partner who's willing to do that as well I think is super important um okay the next one this one's this is big they don't raise their voice in an argument I think the older I get and the less arguments that I have I realize how easily they can be avoided yeah you do not have to yell at someone to get your point across and we've touched on this before it's something that really gets to me I think it's like when somebody talks to you in such a condescending manner or they're yelling or just it takes the it takes the discussion to an argument yeah and I think it just really changes the dynamic of things and really reduces the chance of you resolving things in a healthy way and it can feel like it's very personal that way too like how why are you getting this angry at me for sure and I've I'm guilty of it I've definitely raised my voice in arguments but in my current relationship we're both very we're very lucky to share a lot of the same goals for a relationship mm-hmm. and the same values for a relationship where like, we don't we don't swear at each other and we don't raise our voices at each other because it's it's a respect thing we're equals and we're not fighting to hurt each other's feelings yeah so I think that's something good to remember and that takes another level of maturity and self-control too for sure. like that is I mean when I get angry I have I have trouble um doing what my not angry self would do um or like thinking about things clearly so um yeah, just keeping cool. Yeah, just keeping cool. It's like, I mean, I'm not very good at hiding the way I feel either. I wear it on my sleeve. Um, but that would be so important because, yeah, like, when... I mean, for me anyways, like, with an anxiety brain, it's like if someone yells at you, you're thinking about that, like, day and night. Like, I can't... Yeah. Can't stop thinking about it. So that is... Yeah. That is a good one. Um, the next one I have, this one is something that I realize I love in a, in a partner because I'd never had it until my current relationship, but challenges, challenges me intellectually. Nice. And I think previously I had a lot of partners who were so quick to just like not care about my thoughts or opinions and having somebody who asked me questions about why I feel the way that I feel or about even like political views and having discussions like that. I think I value that so much because not only does it help me expand my current views but it also allows me to express how I deal with things and you know why I am the way that I am yeah yeah that makes sense um because that's something too because it allows you to not only grow in your relationship it allows you to grow on your own too like not just you know plateauing I guess um add some some excitement to it as well yeah I like that yeah uh and then I have allows me to be myself and makes me feel good about who I am this one 
is also very big because I don't know I feel like everyone's been in like a friendship or a relationship where they've tried to be something they're not to impress the other person and that gets old quick because it's so hard to keep up an appearance that's not authentic to yourself and you're constantly feeling uncomfortable like not yourself yeah and self-conscious yeah yeah and that one you might not always realize that you're that you're doing that so it's a good one to sit back and think yeah you know does my partner like me for who I am or does he like me to be something else or yeah do they like me versa? for who they think I am <laughs> like yeah. yeah no 100% that that's got to be really important and yeah. not even just like not even just in relationships just like with your friends as well like the people that you're hanging around yes. with do you feel like you're being authentically yourself and if you don't I don't know man why are you doing it yeah, and we all know those people who kind of take the shape of their container yeah. and and in any new environment they become something else and it's just you feel sympathetic to them. Yeah. Like it's like you you don't know who you are and yeah. that's upsetting cuz like we're you know, we're going into our 24th year and it's important to have some kind of basis of who you are yeah. in order to grow. And I've I've definitely been there too. I've been in situations or like just a period of my life where I started to take the shape of my container. And I didn't really find out, like, really even who I was or what I liked doing or what felt natural to me until after high school when I started to do my own thing and um, be around people that were um, like-minded and had similar goals and stuff in school. So, um, and now that I've figured that out, that's very important to stay. So the next one I have brings out a good version of myself. And this one's kind of like a symbiotic one because I definitely want to bring out a good version of them as well. But you definitely know when you're around someone if they bring out, like, a very fighty or, like, tense version of you. And it's just, like, like your bones get tired of that. Big red flag. Yeah. Like, I want to be, I want to be happy about who I am and I want to be happy that I'm with them and I don't, I don't want to feel like we're there for the wrong reasons. Yeah. 100%. You know? And when you're in a relationship where you're, like, constantly nitpicking each other, it's just, like... It it just becomes toxic so quickly and exhausting. Yeah, it, you should. There's no have, point to that. No, why would you be in a relationship that made you feel so exhausted like that? Like it should lift yeah. you up and be there for you when you need it. It shouldn't. Exactly. It shouldn't make you feel worse in any way. Yeah, a friend said to me a few years ago when she was getting out of a really bad relationship, she was in therapy for a few weeks, and her therapist had said. A relationship should be an addition to your already good life. Yeah. It shouldn't be the meaning. It shouldn't be the only thing you look forward to. It should simply be an addition. And that's really yeah. stuck with me. That's a huge thing that my therapist told me, too, is you can't rely on yeah. s- on one person to make you happy or to be what makes you happy. You have to be help- happy on your own. And that just is, it. like you said, it's an addition to making you happy. It's not, it can't be that in yeah. itself. Which is super interesting when you think about people going through breakups. For some people, it seems as though getting into a new relationship is the only way that they can get through it versus some other people who need to sit back, be alone, cry through it. It almost seems like there's two different types of people and, and, you know, you can be be both. You can go through different times of your life where you just need to have a relationship. I completely get it, but it's super interesting. It is. Okay, the next one is a big one as well. I know I've said that about all of them, but this one's pretty big. (laughs) this one is big for real. Yeah, this is definitely one I'll preface with that I have been guilty of this, and I have had this done to me, 
and it yeah. honestly just depends on the dynamic of your relationship but it um a relationship that your partner does not aim to make you feel jealous or insecure yep. man oh man this is one that i have learned from for many years i think when you're younger relationships are more about what the, what they look like i guess from the outside yeah. and you're just concerned yeah. about appearing like i don't know, i guess love looks different as you grow up it does once you start to learn more about it and um learn what's important to you it starts to look so different like i in high school especially like you're so concerned about like what groups of people they hang out with what their like social status is after high school no one knows and no one cares yeah for sure when i was 20 i was in a relationship for a year where my partner was very possessive and he was a few years older so we were just in different spaces but he was very possessive and very jealous and I thought that that was normal like that was a very I was very susceptible at that time because as a 20 year old who hasn't had a ton of relationships or a ton of healthy relationships you don't really know what to expect or what to ask for in a relationship so having this like older guy who was like jealous and told me you know, things I could and couldn't do. I just thought that was normal and I thought that was acceptable. So I think that that relationship really changed. It really brought out a horrible part of me because I became jealous and I became insecure all the time. Yeah. And the further I get away from that, the further I realize that's not authentically who I am. I'm not a jealous person. I don't, I don't like to take up space in people's lives where they don't want me to. You know, and I and I don't feel the need to go through my boyfriend's phone or stuff like that. I've never been no. one of those people. Because if you can't trust somebody, why are you with them? Like, it was it's only going like, to hurt you. Yeah, for some people it's like a game, though. It's like to see how far they can yeah. push their limits with the other person. And yeah. That's just not fun for anyone involved. It's not healthy at all, either. Um but like that's a big thing like what you've learned from your past ex- from your past relationships like I don't as much as so many of them hurt like it I don't regret any of them because I've learned so much from them and yeah. like realized what doesn't work for me what does work for me um and how I can be better based on how people reacted to the way I did things um just from stepping back and kind of analyzing all of it and we would not have been able to make this list without it for sure yeah yeah and I think everything you've learned it's not to say that every relationship you've been in prior to this point was horrible but it's kind of like a mosaic of things that you've learned that you like and you don't like and you stick them together to think of you know your whole entity of what you look for in someone and I think at the end of the day it's like it's who you are in a relationship is typically what you want so what you can bring to the table is what you expect so that standard kind of gets set on early in the game yeah, the reciprocity is really important too. You can't expect a bunch of a bunch of great things from someone and then not give it off yourself either. Yeah, and if you have really high standards and you're with somebody with really low standards, like for an example, if you're very um like emotionally dependent and your partner yeah. isn't. So like that just right out of the gate, it creates this kind of contrast and and very one-sided. Yeah, and that's tiring. That's not to say that either person is wrong. It's just compatibility. Like, it's just understanding what you need and what you look for versus what they need and what they look for. And that's so important, too, is that there's been so many times where a relationship went bad and you you step back and look at it and you're like, oh, my God, it's me. Like, there's something wrong Mm -hmm. with me. This is why, like, this is why none of this stuff is working. But 
it's compatibility. Like, it's based on both of you, whether you thought it was your fault or not. Um, yeah. All these relationships ending are for the best because it obviously didn't work out for you. And you have different needs than that person does. Yeah, I think that's the easiest way to find peace in a breakup. So if you're currently yes. going through a breakup, think of it like that. Yep. But uh, yeah, that brings us to 25 minutes-ish. We've, uh, we've had low energy today. We're very calm and cool for this episode. Yeah, I am, I am suffering. Like, on top of my sunburn, <laughs> I also, like, my whole shoulder is so tender from carrying my kayak on my shoulder on a super windy day. Like, I am yeah. surprised the, the thing didn't go flying. And it was a trek from my car to the lake, too. Because everybody wanted to do the same thing yesterday. There's no parking. But, you know, it's always <laughs> good to get some vitamin D going. So Yeah. Maybe yeah, it'll I mean, fade to a tan. It's good, but I find, like, summers in in Canada are so so up and down like we have we have snow in May we have humidity that could kill in June it's just crazy yeah I, the humidity is what gets me the most too like I remember going to um a Soyuz it's the only true desert in Canada it's um in BC it's literally a desert there's rattlesnake signs everywhere oh. and it was hot but there's no humidity there. It's, like, just heat, and it makes it so much better. Yeah. Like, you're just warm, and you're just, like, toasty, but you're not, like, sweating from the humidity. But where we are, always humid. Always. There's never no humidity. Yeah. Honestly, and it's hard to breathe sometimes. Big thumbs down. Yeah. Big thumbs down. Not happy about that. That's the reason why I'm staying indoors today with all my lights off in yeah. my room, gonna go back to bed soon <laughs> I need a break I had, tan I had plans to tan today too but I don't think you need um, it <laughs> I'm a I'm a dummy idiot so that's not gonna no. happen and you have such a nice backyard for that too what a shame oh, you haven't even seen it it's gotten better <laughs> I've seen I keep up with your mom's Facebook updates okay Oh, okay. There you I've go. I'm there pretty sure I'm everyone knows about my life because my mom's Facebook. I know. I know. <laughs> I know all of your decor now. That's, so. that's probably true. I don't even see it, but um, well, I guess that wraps things up for us. Unless you have anything else you want to add? No, I think that's it. Okay. Well, we will. We won't see ya, but but we'll talk to you. You will hear from us. <laughs> next friday <laughs> okay Bye, happy guys. friday bye